0: And um, I believe last week we we had this consecration, and
1: our two episcopal sisters are in church today.
0: Celebration after church and uh, to celebrate with our dear sisters, amen. Alright. So, um, now I've been sharing about pride, isn't it? I've been sharing about pride and I've been sharing with you Um, many different things I think the last time okay we were talking about how to diagnose proud speaking isn't it right so I believe you have the book how many of you have the book those who are proud beautiful okay so I want you to continue studying it on your own amen because today I'm going to share something else hallelujah but still in the loyalty series of messages amen you know those who are proud is part of the loyalty series of messages amen but especially because we are entering um, the season of honor again amen and so I want to talk a little bit about honor today And then um, next week we're going to have our souling Sunday Amen <laughs> Next week is the day that every seat in the church gets full Do you believe that is possible? I believe that is possible too Amen You know, let's be focused on the work Amen let's be focused on the work that's the real reason why we're here and i believe that the more we give ourselves to it relentlessly do you see the more fruit we'll see by the grace of god say amen Amen. right i want to share with you uh, from the book those who honor okay those who honor just a short message and then we'll close. All right. Those who honor. Right. Now, in our church, we have a season we call Honor Your Prophet season. Amen. And that's a time when we honor our prophet and our pastor. The person that God has given to us Who has ministered to us And continues to minister to us In fact, this morning I was really blessed by his message Were you in the Flow Church? The Flow Church Were you blessed, right? And I saw it was a no flow service, right? Just in a room And just raw And just such a blessing do you see? And I pray that um, that message touched your heart. But I it did. I was greatly encouraged. I actually sent him a message and I said, you, you blessed me, you know. And he said, yes. So that's a powerful amen message. Amen. But such a person is who God has given us. And we need to honor and celebrate him. As often as we have the opportunity Amen So I thank God that um, We have such a season in our church And that's the first weekend in October Which is about three or so Sundays from today Is it three, four, whenever The first weekend in October Two Sundays from now Two more Sundays And then we go to the So it's three Sundays from now right amen but when we are coming to that season it's good for us to take the opportunity to learn and study the subject of honoring amen not only for that purpose because he's not the only person in our lives that must be honored amen but there are many other people in our lives To whom we owe honor. And it's important for us to learn the subject, know it properly, so that we can do what is expected of us. Hallelujah. So, Father, we pray that you bless our short message today. In Jesus' name, amen. Right. Romans chapter 13 and verse 7. Romans chapter 13 and verse 7. The Bible says we must render unto all their dues. Romans chapter thirteen and verse number seven. Romans chapter thirteen and Verse 7 It says Render unto All their dues Tribute to whom Tribute Is due Custom to whom Custom fear To whom fear Honor to whom Honor Hallelujah Render to all therefore Their dues Means give To everybody what they deserve hallelujah give to everyone what they deserve let everybody in your life have what they deserve amen now you will find that it's in life you will find that you owe things to people amen you owe things to people hallelujah And one of the things we owe in life is honor. Now, this verse says that there are some people we owe tribute to them. (laughs) That tribute is like um, um, an arranged payment. (laughs) Do you see? It's like like a regular payment, something you have to do all the time. Do do, do, do you get it? Yeah. And there are people like that that we must... No, but I think the commonest example is the tax system, isn't it, Uncle Sam? You owe tribute to Uncle Sam, yes. You are supposed to pay tribute to Uncle Sam, and Uncle Sam is faithfully making your roads, running water through your taps. Um, What else is he doing? Police, security, giving you COVID injections education free education for your young ones yeah so many things that Uncle Sam does do you see and for that we owe him our tribute we owe him a portion of everything that we get you see so tribute to tribute and then it's custom to whom custom right there are some people to whom we must pay our customs. We must fulfill a certain custom. And a custom is simply a way of doing things. Do you see? Yes. And sometimes you find that there are so many different customs that have to be fulfilled. You know, where I come from, to marry someone, you have to perform what they call customary rights. Yeah, you don't just take a girl, <laughs> Into your house You don't meet somebody and you just, you just take <laughs> You get it Or you just say follow me <laughs> do, 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 do you get it Yeah you are not Jesus Christ Jesus is the one who met people and said Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men <laughs> You can't just meet some girl And say follow me And I'll make you a mother <laughs> No that's not how it works <laughs> Amen That's not how it works. So there are customs that are performed. You see, to have someone leave her father and her mother, you know, people are owned by people. You have to understand that. Do you get it? For you to see a human being who's grown up and grown up beautifully enough to become someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with, Somebody is owed something Because they didn't just appear Do you you get it? They didn't just appear, no Somebody picked up the tap for their living Somebody paid for their existence Someone gave them training Someone gave them coaching Someone encouraged them Someone took them to the hospital when they were sick Someone fed them Someone gave them food And you don't know what it cost that person to do all that so you don't meet that person in, in the street and even give the person advice on how to elope, do you see, and how to get away from the person who looked after them and to follow you because you are this, you know, gingerbread man who has just come. <laughs> you see the thing. Who 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 is more precious to that person than anyone? Hallelujah. Yes and ladies especially must be careful about that do you see because you can bring a lot of pain you know to your parents do you get it you can bring a lot of pain especially to your father or your, to your mother as the case may be by how you behave when you get to that junction of your life because you meet someone who so sweeps you off your feet do, do you get it yeah you just met the person you see but the person you like the person so much that nobody else seems to mean anything to you you see and as a matter of fact you treat everybody else like trash because of this person that you have met it ain't right (laughs) do you see the thing yeah it's not correct you can't do that you always have to remember That you are owned by someone I can't find any better word I think owned (laughs) Yes yes. Someone has, has paid for your existence Has cared for you enough to own you And that person deserves something If anybody is to take you Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, of course That person doesn't have such a use for you Your father doesn't have a wifely Use for you as a daughter Do do, do you see What I'm saying? Yes So your father can't marry you Your brothers can't marry you Do you see what I'm saying? So somebody else will and Someone will come and take you by all Means by the grace Of God but Before that happens You know The one who has Gone through the pain and who has paid the price for you to become who you have become something is due that person and from people to people group you'll find that that something varies in some places i tell you they will take cows (laughs) cattle yes because one day somebody told me what it costs to get married in their custom. I couldn't believe I said, nobody will marry I mean at such a price nobody will marry it's too expensive you see but it's not about selling someone but it's a token that you offer to show respect to what it has cost someone to raise another person do you see what I'm saying yes so people are due customs and when the time is right The custom that is due the person must be performed. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So custom, it says, render to render custom to whom custom is due, right? And then fear is the other one. Fear is means respect, not like afraid as in terror. Do you get it? But respect, you know. And there are people who are due fear. In other words. When you are in their presence You must show a consciousness Of their presence Do do, 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 do you get it? Yes And sometimes that consciousness Must make you modify your behavior You get it? Yeah One group of people like that The police Yes You see what I'm saying? Yeah When they are around They expect you to (laughs) show a consciousness of their presence and to modify your behavior you see yeah so I was watching this thing the other day where um, this fellow was just zigzagging across the road just recklessly driving and then he did the same to thing to a police car I mean one of the cars on the road was a police car <laughs> you see and I think that the police officer was expecting him just there's a reason why they changed the paint on the car (laughs) because police cars don't need to have that I think in in LA is black and white right they don't need to have that black and white paint in fact there are some that are even unmarked and they still work okay but the reason why they changed this one is so that the color itself will inspire Fear in you, you you get it, yes. So instead of making the color like this, they make it like that, Pastor <laughs> Do you see? Yeah. And they expect that you will at least control your speed, you know. And we all do. Sometimes you're just zooming, and then you see the cars, a police car and then you just slow down and gently yes and sometimes you don't know what they're doing they seem to just join the journey just to control the texture <laughs> just the texture on the road <laughs> so they just join it you know and while I was driving with someone the other day when a police car joined the road from one of the entrances into the highway The person just joined the road like that And the person said oh this guy Has come to spoil our driving (laughs) But that's The idea The idea is that as he has Joined the road It must make you modify Your behavior It must make you watch how you drive How fast you drive You must at least do all the right things And the Bible says that is okay It's an appropriate fear Because of who he is do you see what I'm saying yes and so people who authority figures often are the people to whom such fear is due amen you're in your office with a group of people and the boss walks in and it's like nobody has come no it shouldn't be like that or even in your home and the husband walks into the house and it's like nobody has come you know? Yeah, nobody has come. It's like the, we you had the door open. Even you wouldn't even, you just think it will be him. At this time it will be him. <laughs> so you won't even leave the kitchen and go, go see who has opened the front door. What if it's what if it's a thief? <laughs> And when you walk out there to see who it is, and you find out it's him, you don't just leave him, ah, oh. Ah. It's like you regret, you regret getting up. You wish you didn't get up. Ah. This, is, this is a wasteful rising. <laughs> Let me continue doing what I was doing. Yeah. You're on the phone, you continue to be on the phone. Yeah. Uh, Excuse me. Hold hold on, hold on. Uh, As you, okay. Uh, Yeah, so you see what I was saying. (laughs) Yeah. It's really bad. It's bad. And they've increased the prices. (laughs) Yeah. It's like nobody has come. The mailman would get more attention. Amazon delivery man will get more attention uh, Domino's Domino's delivery man will get more attention than the person that you call your head and call and many people who are called head are not head in reality they are just companions and uh, convenient company roommates Yes, convenient company, you know, sometimes convenient because of their height. They can reach the cobwebs and, <laughs> and can reach the closets that are higher up. Those kinds of things can be reached. They'll take the trash out when the trash has to go out. They can carry stuff, heavy things. Excuse me, can you come and lift this for me? Yes, that's, that's what they have become. So, there is no fear to whom fear is due. You see, and remember, it's not a fear as in I am afraid or terrorized by your presence. No, that's not what it is. It is reverence, a respect that makes you sit up when such a person comes around. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, when there are such people, and I'm saying that authority figures usually are the ones. Who fit in this category people who have authority over you bosses your leaders and so on you know when such people come around he says the Bible says render fear to whom fear is due then the last one is honor render honor to whom honor is due amen that some people deserve honor Amen. And honor must be given where honor is due. Amen. Now, when you read the book of Proverbs, chapter 17, Proverbs, chapter 17, and verse 13, Proverbs, chapter 17, and verse 13, Proverbs, chapter 17, 17 and verse 13 it says whoso rewardeth evil for good evil shall not depart from his house that's a serious verse <laughs> right yes and you should you should mark it in your Bible okay it says whoso rewardeth good for evil. Amen. Whoso rewardeth good for evil whoso rewardeth good for evil. Anybody who rewards good for evil. Oh no, it's the other way around. Evil for good. Isn't it? Anybody who pays back evil for good that has been done to you. The Bible says evil will not depart from your house. That means evil will come and stay with you and will be a constant part of your life. Amen. You see, before you can become anything in life, before you can get anywhere in life, you would have inherited a whole lot of good from so many people. So many people have to do you a whole lot of good for you to become anything. Anything. Even to cross from the day you are born to the next two days. Maybe two days is even too much. From the time you are born to the time they wrap you up and you know find some name for you. Somebody has to be so good to you, you get to give you a name that has a meaning. I mean, you could be called Lucifer. I mean, you are born, and someone said, Look, I mean,
1: they
0: look at you, ugly thing. Lucifer it shall be your name, Satania. <laughs> think about it. That could be you. That could be you. Somebody has to ignore all the things that defects, even if you are born, you know, sometimes some people are born with some birth defects. They they, they are born a certain way. They have to pretend it's not even there. Yeah. And shower a whole lot of love on you. Care for you they have to clean you up strangers who don't know you they have to clean you up they have to wipe you down and you know wrap you nicely and then give you to your mother and then aunties uncles cousins everybody comes to celebrate you you see you owe already <laughs> By the second day, by the second day, you owe a whole lot already. The least you owe to these people is to go around and say thank you to all of them. Thanks for cleaning my nose. Thanks for wiping me down. Thanks for giving me my first. Yes, even the one that gives you the stink that makes you cry. Yeah, because there are some babies who are born and they don't cry. You see, and they say that's not good for you. So, somebody needs to give you that first thing that, you know, and if you get one of these aunties who are. (laughs) They just give you a a small one, and before you know it, the engine is on. (laughs) You have to cry. Do you see? Then they take you home to a home that you didn't pay for. You go, the transportation to the house, you don't pay for it. You know? Yeah. So you see that by the time you become anything in life, you owe so much. So ungrateful people curse themselves because it, the curse can't help but land on you. Do, do you understand? When you start to live your life despising everybody and despising people who have made contributions to your life, people whose counsel, People who's preaching, people who's teaching, people who's church that they started. Do you see? The church that they started. When you start a church, the Bible says the gates of hell come after you. Yes. Pastors who have been discouraged and depressed and gone through all kinds of emotions for you to have a church. Which they will not tell you about. Do do you see what I'm saying? Yes, they will not tell you. I mean, for us to be enjoying today, we have a church. We have so many branches and here and there, so many things. You have no idea what it has cost someone, do you understand, for such a church to exist. But people like to just enjoy. They like to just use things and despise the source you see and despise or refuse to think about how it came to be oh yes you know when I was growing up I didn't even know they paid for electricity I'm telling you I know that in those days when I was a kid the electric bill was blue and the water bill was like uh, it was like uh, 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 an orangish color like a beige type of color I didn't know what they were they would bring them to the house and I'll rip them <laughs> yes I see them like because you know that there was a portion where it had they looked like a boarding pass you see and there was a perforated portion yes and as a kid I enjoyed just ripping that portion you get so you you take it and then you just tear know and i couldn't wait for it we were were even fighting over who will get it first (laughs) who will get to tear that thing (laughs) that was the main thing that the bills were for so when the bill comes you just tear it the bill comes you just tear it you just tear it it was when i grew up that i understood that oh first of all those things were bills (laughs) and number two that somebody was paying for them oh yes he used to run the shower. I mean, we turn the bathtub, you make the thing, and you block it, and you make a swimming pool, and just 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 try to splash and waste the water. My dad used to talk about the water. I didn't really understand. I mean, I didn't get it? Why is he talking about water? Yeah. We all things to people you could not have come as far as you have come if people were not good to you are you getting what I'm saying? yes you have benefited from a lot of good people have out of their hearts been gracious to you they've been good to you good that you didn't ask for yes but what you needed you need it so badly. I mean, if people are waiting for you to grow up before you, you know, grow up and then ask to be wiped from being born. It's not going to work. You see, so some of the good... I had somebody saying to their parent the other day, they said, we didn't ask you to give birth to us. I said, really? Yeah. See, people can be crazy. <laughs> idiotic thinking yes we didn't ask you to give birth to us yes and so they had a whole attitude towards their mother from 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 that but there's a lot of good that comes to you way before you are even grown enough to understand your need for it and even to ask for it do you see what I'm saying yes so we don't go by that but you just have to recognize that good has been done to me everybody has to recognize that because you won't be here you won't be here if good things have not been done for you accommodation food you know being taken to places being included in things being included in meetings being included and exposed to things Do you see that nobody owed to you exposure that no one really owed to you but they gave you a chance to know about such things. Now, the Bible says when you have benefited from such good for a long time and you reward such good with evil and examples of evil disrespect accusations insults you know what else disobedience wickedness betrayal rebellion backstabbing and such acts which we all are naturally capable of all the things we've mentioned we don't need any training to do any of them (laughs) Yes, nobody has to teach us how to do any of these things. That's what we naturally do. That's what human beings naturally do. Do you see? Yeah. And the Bible says we need to be careful because when people have done these things for us and we pay them with such evils, the Bible says that evil shall not depart from your house. Evil shall not Depart from your house. It means you will never stop experiencing evil in your own house. Hallelujah. Yes, you will never stop experiencing evil. You will never stop experiencing evil because of how you've treated people who have been good to you. Hallelujah. Evil will never depart from your your house, never depart from your life. You experience things and you wonder why you? You see, you wonder why you? Why you? Why not you? (laughs) Why not you? (laughs) After you have experienced such good things from people, you have made yourself into a mean-spirited individual, very wicked, very unreasonable, very wicked. And some people are very wicked. I tell you, some people can be very, very wicked, and you see what they do to other people, you wonder if they themselves have not experienced any good. Do you see? Yes? That's why you don't look at how you've been treated to decide how to treat people, because you no matter what you do, you have experienced some good. Don't say that because, let's say I grew up walking barefooted so you also grow up walking barefooted yes it may be true that you walked barefooted but you still experience some other type of good do you see what I'm saying yes so don't try to treat people according to how you were treated and say that because somebody was was wicked to you somebody was unreasonable because that's what sears the conscience of people they feel that because they experienced it it's okay for another person to experience it that I experienced it and survived so you can also experience it many years ago I traveled as a student and then somebody hosted me you know and he made me sleep in his living room on the carpet. Yeah. And he would come wake up. Sometimes you would be sleeping at dawn and then he'd come to the living room to come and play his music and come and do different things. You know, because that's his living room. That's where his music is. <laughs> you get it. And he had this habit of playing some songs at dawn and so it doesn't matter that you you, you, his living room is now your bedroom you see but without regard for your person and the fact that you also need some rest or whatever he would come there early in the morning and then he come and start playing his music (laughs) you know yes and he used to say all the time that when he arrived in the country that's how he was also treated yes They have a saying that hurting people hurt people. Yeah, people who have been hurt before often hurt people callously. They just feel that if it was done to me, I don't see why it it shouldn't be done to you. And if I lived through it, I don't see why you shouldn't live through it. Some people grew up eating once a day. So, I mean, to give you two meals a day, I mean, why are you asking too much? <laughs> I survived on living, I mean, eating once a day. You must also eat once a day. That's it. And it doesn't matter that maybe it was a certain error or that whoever it was that was looking after me couldn't afford it. But you can afford it. But you insist on being as wicked as the wickedness you experienced. It's not a good way to live You have still benefited From good Do you understand It is good that, ha- that you experienced In spite of whatever Wicked treatments you came through You know The good you have experienced Is what has put you in a position To be good to someone Do you follow what I'm saying So yes you may have been sleeping On the floor in someone's living room For however long But by the grace of God You have experienced good Enough good for you to have your own apartment And it is that good you must look at To determine how to treat people Not the wickedness you experienced Do you get it? Because if we go by that wickedness You would never have your own apartment You would never have your own apartment No It is the good you must experience or the good you have experienced that must guide you. You must think about who has been good to you. You get it? You must think about who helped you and think about that help and use that, allow that to guide you in how to treat people. Can I have an amen? It says otherwise evil will never depart from your house. Evil will never depart from your house. You curse yourself. When you lend yourself to such things, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes. If your pastor has been good to you, don't reward the good with evil. Are you getting what I'm saying? And many pastors are rewarded evil for the good that they do to people criticisms, wicked acts, you know, all sorts of things that people do to their pastors. And the Bible says we must not touch the Lord's anointed. You get it. When God has anointed someone and God is using the person, it says God says don't touch them and do my prophets no harm. Some, I think that's in Psalm 103. Maybe you should see that verse in your Bible because it's an often quoted verse that many people have not seen before hundred and five Psalm hundred and five and verse 15 Psalms 105 the verse is number 15 it says touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm can you see that touch not mine anointed and do my prophets what no harm don't hurt A man of God Amen Don't touch a man of God Don't hurt a man of God Don't do anything With the mind to inflict Pain upon A man of God Don't do that Hallelujah There are many ways to harm a man of God Without even touching him Physically That's why he says don't touch them And don't do them any harm Don't do them any harm don't do them any harm and claim I haven't touched them. Do you see? Yeah, don't do them any harm and claim, oh no, but I haven't touched them. I haven't said anything. I haven't. Th-. Don't be in your house because you can harm a man of God by the things you say in your house. Gossip, you know, destroying his reputation, destroying the work that he's doing. You know, those are all harmful acts you can perform towards a man of God. And the Bible says, don't do my prophets any harm. Don't hurt my people. Don't hurt. I think God knows why he doesn't want anybody to hurt his people. His prophets. People that he sends. Do my prophets no harm. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. Don't touch them. But this particular verse is the verse that people who do these things, they quote it first. Yeah. When people want to be impudent and proud and want to speak against pastors, they start from this verse. They say, I know the Bible says, touch not my prophet, then do whatever, you know. And then they start. <laughs> yeah. I know you will say to me, touch not my uh, 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 what do you call it? Touch not my prophets and do my prophets no harm. Touch not my anointing. I know you will say that to me. I know you will say Then they keep saying it. And they keep saying it and keep throwing it around. There's nobody who speaks against pastors who doesn't quote this verse first. Oh, they know it. They activate and disable it. Then they start. <laughs> yeah. Activate the verse. Then they knock it out then they start and they start talking and they start criticizing and they start finding faults and start saying all sorts of things that have a harmful effect on these prophets. Amen. And the Bible says we must not do such things to people who have been good to us. Hallelujah. Yes. The least good you must remember is that your man of God started a church for you to belong to. Yes. He built a church that you could belong to, that you could be a part of and he must not be forgotten for that. It's good that you have experienced. You must not pay that good back with evil. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So that's how come honor is owed to some people. Amen. And so it says we must render honor to whom honor is due. Hallelujah. Now there are some relationships where honor is very important. It's critical in certain relationships. Hallelujah. That's not all relationships require honor do you see yeah especially relationships with co-equals siblings and so on even there sometimes your siblings can deserve honor from you yes there are some siblings who end up becoming like fathers and mothers to their own younger brothers do you see yeah there are some people their dad their parents were in the game for a long time You see, such that they are old enough to be mothers to their own sisters Do you you understand what I mean? Yeah, it's like like, um, sometimes your mother's last child You see, your mother's last child is about the same age as your first child Have you seen that before? Yeah Because sometimes your mother
1: continues
0: (laughs) (laughs) And she just keeps going Do you see? Yes So at a point You may find that you have now become the mother To your siblings You see? Yes Sometimes you see that your children Their uncles and aunties Are younger than them <laughs> You see what I'm saying Yeah These are all things that happen in real life You see And when you have such situations Anna is still due Do you get it Yeah Anna is still due But there are some specific relationships That are mentioned here And number one is The father God the father Honoring God the Father It will give life To your Relationship with Him Amen First Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30 First Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30 First Samuel chapter 2 and verse 30 It says Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith I said indeed that Thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Wow. Can you see that verse? (laughs) Yeah. He's saying that I said... You know, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. In other words, I selected your family. Do you see? I selected your family and I did say that, I did say that you and your family would be special before me always. But now I've changed my mind. Do you see? Yeah, he says, now be it far from me. I will not do that. It's very interesting. I don't think we, we, God is someone we, I, we associate with such a change. Isn't it? Yeah. What we know is, has he said it and will he not do it? <laughs> you get it? That once God has said it, that's all he will do. Yeah. But look at it. He said, God is saying that it is true that I said that you and your house will walk before me forever. But now, that's the last thing I'll do. (laughs) He said, be it far from me. And what is the reason? What is the reason? Because those who honor me, I will honor. Those who despise me will be lightly esteemed. When I said I would do this, it was based on the assumption that you would honor me. Do you see? Yes. When I said that I would honor you and your family, you would walk before me forever. It was based on the assumption that you will respect me. You will honor me. You will obey me. You will continue to make me important in your life. Now that has changed But you still expect that I will do all these things No, that's not the case Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, and that's a dangerous thing It is a dangerous thing When your heart starts to change towards the Lord It's a very dangerous thing But it can happen The Bible says that when Solomon grew old His wives turned his heart away from the Lord the same Solomon who was seeking the Lord, who was telling the Lord, even God came to Solomon and and said, Solomon, can you ask anything? Just ask anything you want, you know, and I'll give it to you. And Solomon said, Lord, I don't want anything. He said, Are you sure? He said, I don't want anything. All I want is just wisdom to lead your people. That's it. And God says, Man, are you serious? He said, Yes, that's all I want. Just give me wisdom. And God told him, you know, because you asked for wisdom and did not ask for money, then God brought his list of what he was expecting Solomon to ask. You see the thing. Yeah, God has been prayed to a lot, so he, he, he knows the pattern. <laughs> he knows the prayers. You get it. He knows the pattern. You mentioned the age group and he knows what is coming. You get it. Yes. You mentioned the age group you mentioned the race I don't know but I mean as soon as you show up the angels know lord they has come he says, yeah row, row 3 <laughs> column 7 the boys are here <laughs> you see yes the boys are here so we know what they want so he said you have not asked for the life of your enemies because I'm used to people praying against their enemies. Oh, yes. Lord, smash them to pieces. Because Solomon's father was David and David prayed some really wild prayers. Yes. He said, let let his way be dark and slippery. Yeesh any one of those two is bad enough that your way is dark is bad and that your way is slippery even if it's bright is bad but now David is praying that your way will be dark and slippery Eesh. he said let satan stand at his right hand <laughs> that is his helper is satan His right-hand man is Satan. Let Satan stand at his right hand. Hey! So God had been used to prayers. And when Solomon was praying and he said, Lord, I don't have any such prayer to pray. I just need your wisdom. And God said, because you didn't ask for that. Then the next thing God mentioned, you didn't ask for riches. (laughs) He said, because I'm used to people coming here for riches. (laughs) Yeah. I know it. When some people start to dance a certain way in the church, you know what they want. (laughs) God said that you you didn't ask for riches. And then one more thing. You didn't ask for long life. Are these not our main prayers? Lord, kill every witch that is after me. Lord, give me a lot of money. And Lord, please let me not die young. These are our prayers. Yeah. These are our prayers. And he said that, you know, you didn't ask for any of these things and you asked for wisdom. You know, I'll give you the wisdom. But these things that you didn't ask for, well, I had them in a pile (laughs) (laughs) waiting because as you came... I knew, young man, he has come you know, angels, can you assemble some of these things because these are the guys they are are coming to pray, they'll be asking for these things, so I have them here anyway you can have them he said, you didn't ask for them but I'll add them to your life I'll give you riches I'll give you honor I'll give you long life and I'll give you the life of your enemies I'll give all of them to you and in addition to the wisdom that you prayed for so god himself was so impressed with solomon and yet the bible says sadly that when he grew up do you see he didn't grow up or end the way he began you know subtle changes were occurring in his life and in his heart over a period of time and by the time he was a certain age His wives had turned his heart away from the Lord. And that's a sad situation. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. And so God knows that people change. People start well and they change. And we need to watch our relationship with God and keep watching it. We need to keep a keen eye on our relationship with God. You see because as you age and as you go through life You change You change But the changes are such that you don't notice them You don't it's It's such a gradual change That you don't realize it is happening That's just life So one of the greatest blessings Is to hear from someone who is observing it Who tells you you have changed And when someone tells you you have changed, don't say me. Because you are the last person who will know that you are changing. You are the last person who will know that you are changing. Yes. It's like when you're putting on weight, you start to hear the announcements. (laughs) Observers. (laughs) Yes. They are the ones who bring it to your attention. Do you see? Yeah. It's so gradual that you don't realize you're changing. And so he said that those who honor me, I will honor them. If you honor me, I will honor you. But those who despise me, to despise me means that I don't mean as much to you as I used to. You know you set me aside you know or like we were describing earlier like it occurs in some of the homes like when you're around you are not around you're around you're not around is the same you get it and sometimes we have that attitude you know that's why I get worried sometimes during the service when people are moving around and so on and so forth it's like oh your presence I doesn't really make a difference it doesn't really make a difference. It's a kind of despisement. Do you get it? We despise the Lord. And He said, You know, if you despise me, then you will also be lightly esteemed. Yeah, lightly esteemed. That no one will really respect you. No one will really respect you. Amen. So honor the Lord. Honor the Lord Respect the Lord Respect things that have to do with God Some people don't respect anything that has to do with God Even when you tell them you work for God It's the least respected thing Oh yes (laughs) You know they just make a mental note He has no job (laughs) Yeah Yeah He lives off charity (laughs) you know he takes advantage of people yes that's how they think they make their mind they make up their mind that no there's nothing here this person is not a serious person hallelujah are you understanding what I'm saying but let's respect the Lord amen Let's respect the Lord One of the ways to respect the Lord The Bible says you honor him with your substance Proverbs chapter 3 And verse 5 it says Trust in the Lord with all thine heart And lean not on Your own understanding You jump to verse 9 it says Honor the Lord with Thy substance And with the first fruits Of all thine Increase Can you see that? So shall thy barns be filled with plenty And thy presses shall burst out with new wine Honor the Lord with your substance And with the first fruits of all men increase Can you see that? Yeah That's why I, I don't like it when the people Raise up so much controversy about tithing Do you get it? Yes Because if not for anything at all There is no other way I don't know if there's any other thing we do in the church That is specifically for honoring the Lord This this is honoring the Lord We don't have anything like that Yeah, we don't have anything like that or the praise and worship Come on (laughs) You get it? Yeah It's not, it's not, there's nothing like that. So if, if you start to stir up a controversy over tithing, then we, we are, we are taking our, we are hurting ourselves, really. You get it? Because here is a verse that says, honor the Lord with thy, with thy substance, with thy substance, with thy substance, with what you have. Honor the Lord with thy, and then he says, with the first fruits. You see, and the fact that he mentions fast fruits means that he's not just looking for fruits, but he's looking for the honor in what you are doing. Do, do, do you understand? Yeah, you see, when I was a kid, my, my mom would, would, you know, she used to cook and then she would dish out my dad's food. And until my mom took my dad's food out, nobody was allowed to touch what has been cooked. Yeah. You know, and we were around, you know, always hungry guys. <laughs> you know, we were always around and then the man whose food they had to take out. He was not at home. <laughs> you see the thing. So my mother would whatever she was doing, she would make us wait and she would finish what she was doing and then come and you know serve my dad, I mean take food out outside for my dad. You see, now in the end He will get some of the food But the fact that you take his out first That's where that small opportunity To honor him exists Do you you understand? Yeah, it's not not about feeding him Because even when everybody eats Because we can't eat all the food (laughs) When when everybody's had their show There'll be some left And he can come for that (laughs) But that's not it is the fact that she wants to take his out first. Do you, do, do you get it? To take his out first. You see? And that's what tithing is about. We honor the Lord with our substance. We take it out. And we take it out first. Not when we've paid all our bills. You see? Not when we paid our Yes, and I know people are against this sort of thing. What I'm saying, I know people are against it. So why should you give 10% of your income to to something when you have bills and so on? As though that's all that matters. As though that's all that matters. But all these controversies that people just stir up about tithing is just to remove the honor. It's to remove the honor. That's what what ends up going away. Yeah, it's not money first. It's the honor. Yes, it's the honor. It's not a calculation. God is not interested in a calculation. It's not a calculation. No. Tithing is not about a calculation. And some people say, oh, it's Old Testament and so many different things. You get it? But if you read the Bible, you'll see that anything that is in the Old Testament that's repeated in the New Testament, or if it's mentioned in the New Testament, the standard is actually higher. Do you, do, do, do you get it? Yes I mean Old Testament You had to be caught in adultery You know right? they, They've caught you Like So you see some wo- people brought a woman And they brought the woman And they told Jesus that this is not speculation This is we caught her In the act This is it And then they said the law of Moses requires That we stole the person Right now, Jesus said that the new standard that he was bringing for adultery is to look at a woman and lust after her in your heart. Hey! So if we go like by that, eh? all of us will be dead. <laughs> Pastor Charles would we be alive Trent you think we'll be alive we'll be gone gone (laughs) yes the standard is higher (laughs) to be guilty of murder it had to be proven you had to kill somebody here's the person here's the body then you are guilty that's it even up to today like usually they don't charge people with murder if they haven't found a body (laughs) you see the thing but in the new testament he said if you hate your brother you get it you can't stand your brother you're already guilty so as the brother is passing you know and the way he's dressed I and mean, the way he's walking in a certain way is just so annoying to you. <laughs> you wish such a person was not around. You're already guilty. That's why he said, and nobody even knows it. Nobody knows that, you know, as we are sitting in the service, it's full of madness. <laughs> we don't even know it. You know, Jesus said that you have heard that, you know, you know honor your father and mother and so on you get it then he said that but I'm saying to you that anybody who will say to his mother that you know if you benefit if if you get something from me you know the implication is that if you get something from me you are
1: you're
2: you are lucky
0: or you're blessed something like that like in other words if your parents struggle to get something from someone they have raised do you, you get if 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 your if the relationship between you and your parents is such that it's a privilege for them to benefit from you, he said if you do that, you're already guilty. Do you do, 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 do understand it? Yeah? Maybe I should show it to you. Okay, we'll just close on that. I see LP Michelle's timer it's turned to red. <laughs> so I'll you to go to the book of Matthew the book of Matthew Matthew Matthew, Matthew chapter 5 and then it starts from verse 17 think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets do you understand what that means don't think that as I've come I'm, I'm coming to destroy what you people have been living off all this while I'm not coming to destroy the law of Moses what Moses gave neither am I coming to change any of the things the prophet said can you see that yes Think not I'm come to destroy the law or the prophets. I'm not come to destroy but to fulfill. (laughs) Right? For verily I say unto you till heaven and earth pass not one jot nor tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of the, the least of these commandments and shall teach men so shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoso shall, whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I say unto you, that except your righteousness shall exceed the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, ye shall in no case enter into the kingdom of heaven. So do you see that the, the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees was based on the law. <laughs> do you get it? yes and he saying that that is the baseline the baseline is the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees you see yeah I mean these are the words of Jesus they are read in my Bible he says now he says you have heard that it was said by them of old thou shalt not kill and whosoever shall kill shall be in danger of the judgment isn't that what it said but I say unto you that whoso is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger. <laughs> do, do you understand it? Yes. You are angry with your brother without a cause. Or that your, the cause does not merit the anger. You, you see, that's another way not to have a cause not to have a cause means i stepped on your toe and you shot me (laughs) do you do you understand it's like what i did does not merit is not commensurate with how you reacted so you shall be in danger of the judgment and whosoever shall say to his brother raka or thou fool shall be in danger of the council but whosoever shall say Thou fool shall be in danger of hell fire You can go to hell for calling someone a fool Therefore if thou bring thy gift to the altar And there rememberest that thy brother has ought against thee Leave there thy gift before the altar And go thy way First be reconciled to thy brother And then come and offer thy gift Can you see that? And on and on, jump to verse twenty-seven. You have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already. So don't even bother to do the real thing. Do <laughs> you see? Yeah. <laughs> Can you see that Verse 31 Is about divorce Verse 32 same thing Right Verse um, I'm trying to Verse 38 Verse 38 Ye have heard that it has been said An eye for an eye And a tooth for a tooth But I say unto you That resist not evil that whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek Turn to him the other also Do you see, do you see it's higher <laughs> The old thing says If the person takes your eye You are also allowed to take only up to his eye Right But this time you're going to forfeit that And rather allow the person a second chance Do you see And it goes on and on and on you have heard, you have heard, if any man will sue thee at the Lord and take away thy coat, let him have thy cloak also. Whosoever shall compel thee to go a mile, go with him twain. Give to him that asketh thee, and from him that will borrow of thee, turn not thou away. You have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, <laughs> do good to them that hate you, and pray for them that despitefully use you, that you may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? And so on. And so forth right um, anyway so you can see that the Old Testament the New Testament standards are actually higher are, are you getting it yes so if people are paying tithe in the Old Testament and they are saying that it's 10% then God rather is holding us to a higher standard that's what I think do you see what I'm saying the honor is not a payment but it is honoring the lord that's what god is looking for that god is expecting that we will honor him with the first fruits of our increase and in everything that he gives to us can i have an amen? amen we'll continue next week on this or next next time not next week but the following week we'll continue amen but don't forget next week It's Salvation Sunday. We're expecting many people to have an opportunity to be saved. Amen. All right, stand to your feet and let's bring the service to a close. Hallelujah. I want you to bow your head and i want you to pray verse 9. And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. Verse 10. For Moses said, Honor thy
2: receive our holy communion i believe there is holy communion take it oh yes god bless you for joining the flow church subscribe like watch watch it again because today was a prophecy god was telling somebody who said to god you you promised me something great there was no mention of slavery there was no mention of betrayal. There was no mention of sadness. There was no mention of imprisonment. There was no mention of prison. There was no mention of being forgotten, being abandoned. <laughs> Everything was nice. I thank God for his power. Father, we receive the holy bread. Bless everyone mightily as we receive the body of Jesus Christ, be healed in your hearts. And now, the blood, your sins are forgiven and God has blessed you. Stand for your blessing. May the blessing of the Lord be with you. May God's power rescue you from the pit. Rescue you from your difficulty. May God remember you. Things that are not your fault, that you've been blamed for. Being left out, being abandoned, being forgotten, being forsaken, being betrayed. The Lord help you and strengthen you through every valley. May you come to a place of super abundance with your cup running over and the anointing of the Lord flowing out of your cup. May goodness and mercies follow you as you come to this valley. When you come to the goodness of the Lord for his hand and his rod. They comfort you. They bless you and you shall see these great blessings of the Lord in Jesus name let this be a portion the lord bless thee the lord make his face shine on you the lord give you peace the lord save you and help you any agenda of satan for your life this week we scramble it amen. we scatter it and we neutralize the curse in the name of jesus christ the blessing of the lord overwhelm you and surprise you in jesus name i pray and i bless you god bless you amen Thank you for being a part